Enter the crib. Your strike back sit rep starts in three, two, one. Wait, do we go on zero? All right, guys, we are back to talk about the season finale, not series finale, season finale. Nope. <laughs> season finale. Yeah, of, it. of Warrior. Uh, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Deb. So there are major spoilers ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's the season finale. It's going to go on HBO Max. Our hope is that we'll get picked up for more because it's really just too good. I mean, this is a huge cliffhanger. So yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We are chatting with Assam and her Koji uh, after our review. So stick around for that. And as we have been promising you guys, we have loads of great interviews for you coming in the next few weeks. Diane Doan. Jonathan Tropper, Hoon Lee, we have Hong Chen's coming by. <laughs> We've got all kinds of uh, great stuff. So we are very excited and, and more than that. So uh, keep a lookout for those and try to get your friends to go on HBO Max and watch. And you watch because they don't know that you've already seen it. <laughs> right. And it's going to have uh, numbers. 10 times the impact if you watch it on HBO Max. Very important. Very very, did we mention it's important? It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that being said, uh, Deb, your thoughts on, on episode 10? I will say it was, I had no idea what to expect coming into this since we basically ended it with just carnage last week. You know, where were they going to go from there? Because it was, you know, how, how do you, how do you recover from that? Is it, were they going to have a recovery episode? Was it going to just, you know, focus on the losses? What were they going to do? And I think there was so much packed into this episode. I mean, we say that every episode, but it just kept coming and coming and coming. It was a longer episode than usual, I think. Um, but also it was just, you know, they, they sort of wrapped up what happened last week but they opened whole new cans of worms for every character. It was yeah. just like, oh my God. Every time I thought, okay, I guess we're done with Penny. Holy crap. No, we're not done with Penny. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're done with Buckley. Nope, more with Buckley. You know, it just kept coming. And I, it was just brilliant. And it's so clear that they were just setting up an amazing season three. So it has to happen. Um, yeah, so it was crazy. I mean, it was cliffhanger, 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 cliffhanger. Uh, setting up a beautiful, like perfectly for a season three. And not in that kind of cliffhanger that you're like, I will forever hate this show for doing this to us. But in the like, exactly that beautifully written right. leads, leads you on to the next chapter of right. each story as opposed to some which are like did they die or did they not die you know this was like close this book pick up the next book um i'm mixing my chapter and a whole book but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean god it was well i think there's a difference when yeah. when writers and uh, and showrunners write cliffhangers knowing that the show is ending. And so they intentionally do that to their audience or, you know, write, write well done cliffhangers 
with the intention of clearly finishing out the story. And, you know, these guys had no reason to believe that the show wasn't going to continue. There was just no reason to believe that. So it was written clearly assuming that we, you know, that we were going to pick up with these storylines when we came back next season. And, you know, it was a shock to everyone when Cinemax announced that they were closing up shop, basically. Yeah. So, you know, there was, it's, it's one thing for, for shows to do that, knowing they might be not coming back yeah. or knowing for sure they aren't coming back and just doing that to their audience. But when you have every reason to believe you're coming back and you're just, you know, unfurling this brilliant story, this was a perfect way to end the season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Um, And it was one of those, like, each step felt inevitable and shocking at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's, like, what was so crazy. Like, Penny ending up in an insane asylum felt super shocking, but also kind of inevitable. Of course Buckley would do that. Yeah, Yeah. of course he would, you know, yes. You know, and, and... Assam, of course, he would end up on the outs, but it's also like shocking because he just fought and became like a hero, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, Leary, walking into the to the, you know, to become a political. Well, you know, we kind of got that tease when Sophie had sort of brought up, and you had kind of picked mm-hmm. up on that and talked about it, but it and still Buckley, felt shocking, especially after he got his ass kicked. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Leary, I think it's, God, he's really just one of the most interesting characters introduced this season because there's so much more to him than what you see. And yet there have been times where we've thought he was going to step up and he didn't. Yeah. And, you know, where the person we thought he was would have jumped right into that fight. Yeah. And didn't. And now he surprises us once again after getting his ass kicked He's not going to just keep going at it with the violence and with, you know, the underhanded techniques. Although I will say that clearly San Francisco politics are pretty underhanded. But, um, you know, now he's going to join the mainstream, basically, is what, you know, he's been trying to play this game just for the Irish. And now he realizes, okay, I don't, I'll never have the kind of power I need doing that. Right, right. So I'm getting into yeah. the game. Yeah. It's uh it's a lot. So we should maybe just jump right in and and say favorite fight. I mean it's gotta be yeah, D yeah. Jagger and, and Andrew Koji. It's the fight exactly. we've been waiting for since last season. Please get it over with. It was incredible. And you guys I I cannot say enough. You have to hear Andrew Koji talk about it because there's so much more going on personally mm-hmm. for him than we realized because of how they shot and how tired he was. And it really is, this was, he, we had initially asked him if he wanted to come on and talk about episode six because all the different fight fighting styles and stuff like that. And he was right. like, no, I want to talk about 10. And this fight was the reason. Um, incredible. Incredible from both actors and yes. from just and when you when you break that scene down you know just walking right into enemy territory 
and confronting all of them. You know, had that been, had that happened a few days beforehand, they probably just would have killed him. But that sort of, the respect, there was that respect that he earned out on those streets that they were so shocked that none of them even thought to take action Well, a couple of them did, because there were two guys on the ground that he had to take out in the bar and the rest of them standing back. Because when, when Dean Jagger comes in and he's like, we should just kill you. And he's like, well, these guys thought they would try. And there are two guys who did try. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. This is a first, <laughs> this is a first ever in multiple Write seasons of Strike Back, two seasons of Warrior. I picked up on something that Deb mixed. <laughs> You're gonna live this, this. This will live. I'm writing this date down simply Don't. because it's the only one. <laughs> we now know that every single time I watched this episode, I was looking away. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times did I watch that episode? <laughs> Including not even two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, so so, but for most of them, you're absolutely right. I mean, the way they stood back, they knew and. God, he's cocky, but uh, for good reason. And man, Leary, Dean Jagger, I mean, he's a beast. And when he throws punches, his fists look like three yeah. times the size that they probably yeah. are. Um, you know, you have to think about what what was Assam's motivation in doing that? Because, you know, he didn't have to do it. Yeah. He's, it's a pretty good bet that young June is probably not going to be too happy with him that he did it because yeah. it gives him more power. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. That's going to say if, if young June understands that it's for power, which he clearly at the end, when he like gets angry, when he sees that mural and he exactly, spits, you know, exactly. um, but yeah, I, I, I do think, yeah, I saw him, it was, it felt both like a release and like a calculated release. Yeah. I can become With a even slight more bit of a here. death wish behind it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I'm just going to take my chances and see. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a pretty interesting move on his part. Just, and, you know, there wasn't, it wasn't really assured that he was going to win that fight. Yeah. It was pretty touch and go. It was. Actually, it was very touch and go. And it was um, just brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. And it, and he chose to slug it out for a lot of the fight. You know, so was yeah. he just, was he doing that to sort of suck Leary in? Tire him out, make him think that he was beaten? Or was it really, because he didn't fight the way he fights in that yeah. fight until the end when he knew he had him and he pulled out the big punch. Yeah. Um, you know, he fought Leary's fight, yeah. Leary's style of fighting. And often without any defense, he, you know, he just let Leary slug him. Yeah. You know, he never put his hands up to and defended or blocked yeah. blows at a certain point. See, I hadn't picked up that. So there you go. <laughs> We're even. even again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe part of it is, is, paying for for his deceit yeah 
exactly you know there's atonement or something there's so many ways you can view that fight and what his motivation was in it yeah so and we didn't ask andrew cody so we need okay (laughs) cody we're gonna be calling you again (laughs) um yeah i mean incredible and then okay so then let's talk about emotional moment what was yours well i had several of them written down penny waking up in the asylum was certainly horrifically emotional um bill and lucy was you know Mm -hmm. it was sad but it was mostly pathetic and it and i also don't trust anything he said Mm -mm. you know i think i think he believes what he's saying but i think he also is being bill and you know there are a couple times where you just see him sneak a look at her trying to read her her you know how she's responding and he still thinks he's the hero in his own story and and he doesn't truly at heart he knows he's Mm -hmm. a shit person but you know when he's like i'm doing it all for our family or i'm doing you know whatever it's like no i really don't know how how it all happened yeah bullshit you don't yeah (laughs) you know and so my my main emotion out of that was just like damn good for you girl you stood strong in that you know she you saw her like shaky and you saw her almost you know her there's at one point where he's where he starts crying it's right before he starts crying you know and I miss you and you see her sort of start to lean toward him and then she just sort of mm-hmm. takes a breath and leans goes right back to just being stone you know and I'm just like yay Lucy mm-hmm. <laughs> But she left the door open. It wasn't a, I'm not coming back. Yeah. You know, so there's, he knows he has a chance to do the work. And whether he does or not, or he just keeps playing his games, hopefully we'll find out. Yeah. Um, I also really, really liked the um, the scene between young, Ju- or excuse me, Father June and Chow. Hmm. That was oddly extremely emotional yeah you know i mean it was just like there it is there's the ogs you know they were here at the beginning of everything and their world as they know it has fallen apart you know father june is no longer the main guy chow has no idea what to expect from the future because everything has changed Mm -hmm. and father june's leaving you know and then that just that moment where he's like look after my boy oh my god just it was so sad and that just that deep bow that chow gave him Mm -hmm. you are the best drug dealer yes (laughs) you are the man i will never be able to sell weapons to anyone (laughs) i respect more Uh, i respect the way you dealt drugs (laughs) good job people I thank you for providing the weapons for me to do so. Oh man, so funny. But um, I do think for even with all of that that went on, it still has to be Assam and Young June for me. That whole confrontation, and um, yeah, you know, even though Young June had that kernel of doubt the sense of betrayal when Mylene Mylene mm-hmm. dropped her little bombshell. 
Yep. But that was. He knew. He knew there was something. Mm-hmm. You took all of mine. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, yes. No, uh, I challenge you to come that, up with four more. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was oh. so from the actual I mean, the argument between Young Jun and Mai Ling and Lee Young just standing there, the look on his face, so fucking done with these kids is like yeah. what it looked like. It's like a mom looking at children going like, Jesus Christ, just make up. Yeah. You know? And then and the look on and Hong. Yeah. Yeah, just sitting there eating. Just sitting there eating as usual. And then <laughs> the look on his face throughout the whole thing. You know, and then yeah. just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but cute. Mai's face, her vicious vindication and joy at mm-hmm. dropping that knowledge. Oh, that was, yeah. But the two of them... I mean, I just I saw him in Young June, and, and I think we really saw Jason shine. Yeah. Uh, in this, and yeah, I mean, it was he's had this doubt this whole time, and he mm-hmm. knew there was something, and now it's like ripped off the bandaid. Here's it's not just a pinprick; it's a gaping wound. Right. But um, intellectually, yeah. he you know he talked himself through it, and yeah. I believe that you don't have an allegiance to her, but I still don't know what your game is. Yeah. You know? And you still lied to me. Exactly. Yeah. And not just a small little lie, like we, you know, we bought drugs from someone else, but, you know, that's a foundational lie right there. And that's just, and then Hong pointing out there, there is, you know, what were the options? I mean, Hong yeah. is just, and that the power swing that happened there with mm-hmm. Hong, you know, that Assam's gone. And first of all, that he let Hong sit there and watch that, mm-hmm. watch that breakdown, and then immediately turns to him for his opinion. You know, as Hong just jumped up a couple rungs on the ladder there. Yeah. I could see very much. I mean, Hong, he is a little bit psycho. And but he's damn smart. Weird. He is really fucking smart. And he, yeah. to me, would make a brilliant advisor. Yeah. He's, you know, a second man because he can, he cuts through the bullshit and understands so quickly what's happening. And has no agenda of his was, own. Yeah, and, and then emotional detachment. Yes, I was mm-hmm. going to say, and has, yeah. Although, you know, if he becomes more, you know, mired in it, that could change. But he does seem to have a sort of a precise, like, understanding of things, which is interesting. Right. Um, I mean, he is, basically, he is, he could be the Leong. Yeah. Or Young Jun. Yeah. And without the sex, because young June is well, not his type. True, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. Although they're brothers, so I think young. Yeah. I think you know Hong made it very clear that that is not yeah. a line he crosses. So, um, but yeah, I mean that that has a lot of potential to become a hell of an alliance there. Yeah. And you know how does that then? If even if young June does accept Assam back into the fold, how does that power dynamic change? Yeah. 
yeah so it's a lot there's many. so many so many questions so many threads i mean and of course that it was that and penny for me because that the horror and it felt very like real because that yeah. was such a a not uncommon thing for men to do exactly. with you know i don't like the way they're acting right now mm -hmm. you know hysterical women yeah you know yeah. that was absolutely a power used against women and you know there she doesn't have a hell of a lot of options left anymore no. you know the only hope she has is sophie yeah so yeah. that's not a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's not a great one maybe mm. now maybe if they could reach out to nelly somehow but yeah and it just you know it every time penny throughout this entire series every time she gets a little power or thinks she has some control or power she gets put back in in her place mm. as a woman in the 1800s you know that you mm -hmm. were only allowed so much mm -hmm. so yeah that's really terrifying all right so lots of emotion big fight what was your what the fuck moment well you know again there were a lot of them are um, you gonna name them all <laughs> i think i am gonna name them all uh and the thing is that you know I, at first my instinct was to say myling outing awesome oh uh, okay um, I was gonna say the photo with Buckley. No, mine was gonna be her outing, awesome. But that was such, you know, that that was always hanging out there that she was gonna do that. So it wasn't really all that much it's of shocking inevi inevitability. Exactly. Yes. Um, the only true real shocks that we had were Penny and and Buckley and Zing. Oh well, yeah. That, that was my what just the, the fact that zing was still there i think yeah. you know that was the shock it was like oh yeah. look okay roll credits oh yeah yeah bonus zing moment <laughs> you know so yeah that was that well i wouldn't say that was a what the fuck but it was definitely a wow this is cool um and again a major sign that they yeah. had no reason to think that this was that they were closing shop right but um i'm really just Buckley being willing to go so far to set her up. Yeah. Um, to stab himself. That was crazy. <laughs> and yeah, as soon as he picked up that letter opener, I knew that's what he was going to do. I knew there was no way he was going to yeah. attack her because he will never lose control yeah. like that. And so as soon as he picked it up, I was like, holy shit, he's going he's gonna to stab himself. And then just, you know, hello. That was, that was, you know, he hit an artery if he really stabbed himself there he would have hit an artery but okay we'll just let that go <laughs> so that was i have to probably go with with that but there were just yeah. there were a lot so i will tell you my what the fuck was actually lee and the bartender and the weird <laughs> sexy way they talked about killing people <laughs> 
Have you killed a man? You bet I have. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? Like, I get it. You guys got a lot of chemistry. This is not the conversation to be like, you're turning me on. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, although it did bring back his, his whole Dexter side. <laughs> and I must have to say, I was quite thoroughly impressed that Perhaps he's not as far gone on drugs as we thought he was because he certainly had no performance issues. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it, I, I, you know, I'm like, find every little bit of happiness you can, you poor guy. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure the drug dealing bartender is the best match, but, you know, uh, Maybe he can rescue her or something because I imagine that has part of like. Yeah, he deal. definitely has that sort of rescue yes. complex going on. You know, on, where he but... might see her like and think she needs that. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I just, the whole like the sexy talk was like. <laughs> creepy. So fucking creepy. That way out creep, Buckley. Oh my God. <laughs> that was crazy. So. Um. I mean, I don't even want to do questions because there are so many from everybody yeah. and I feel like we're just setting ourselves up. There was a lot of really great, there were like just really cool little touches in this episode, like the when um, Bill was talking to Lucy at the kitchen table and then it like the, the camera pans up and you can see the, the table covered with all the, with beautiful a beautiful irish lace tablecloth with stains all over it mm. i'm like oh just so emblematic <laughs> you know and there were just little things like that throughout the whole episode that i thought throughout the whole series that were great yeah. but that was like that was yeah kind of cool yeah for and a bright moment davenport came back she and Atoy. Yeah. that was precious i just love that and i loved assam's whole like, <laughs> like Oh. So this makes total sense, <laughs> which I just thought was great. Yeah, it was oh. like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. So that was, I thought that was great. I didn't want, I, I thought I'd be remiss in bringing that up, but all in all, I think what we can say is thank you to all the, everybody involved in Warrior for a phenomenal season and for coming on and spending so much time with us. And, and continuing to do so. And, yes, and continuing to do so. And, and God, I really hope, you know, we hope there's more to yeah. come. And, you know, we'll be beating that drum. So yeah. Yeah, it's really, absolutely. really important that you all talk a lot about how great this show is and yes. that people have got to start watching it on HBO yes. Max. And hopefully we'll get a heavy like surge right at the beginning so they can make a decision really quickly and get filming really right. fast since we have uh, to rebuild a whole bunch of sets <laughs> yeah so hopefully they will get get to work um it was incredible so yeah so lots of interviews to come um andrew koji up next he was delightful and phenomenal yeah. absolutely phenomenal yeah. in this series just yeah. physically the pounding this guy took just oh amazing yeah amazing yeah i, I mean ugh. oh and i do want to point out really quick before we go that if you didn't notice if you didn't hear which i i don't know 
if you're living under a rock, that <laughs> Warner Brothers, all their movies next year will be coming out simultaneously on HBO Max, which means that Joe Taslam's Mortal Kombat will be coming out on HBO Max, and you bet your ass you'll <laughs> be live tweeting and watching that and hopefully speaking to Mr. McCarty Pants again. So. <laughs> because. You know, because he's amazing, and that's it, and that's the yeah. only excuse we need. So we should probably ask who else. Okay, like if we were to have a group interview, who do you want to hear in that group interview, and who else do you want to hear from? Yeah, I mean, we have a bunch lined up. But who else? You know. Both. Yeah. I said, are you asking me or are you asking the audience? Both. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll leave it to the audience because you know who I want to talk to, and I've gotten to talk to most of them. But yeah. So, uh, so yeah, good so, things coming. Hopefully, season three and um, yeah. Andrew I don't Co- care if I have to go down and chain myself to the HBO New York building. <laughs> There's gonna be a season three. Yeah. So, all right, Andrew Koji. We're not at Xville. Stay with us at the crib. All right, guys. So now you have seen the whole season and we are so excited who better than to bring on the star of the show andrew koji thank you so much for visiting us oh thank you for having me thank you so much we uh yeah we're excited big big season awesome kind of a dick but uh you know (laughs) (laughs) in general phenomenal congratulations Uh, yeah thank you glad you enjoyed it uh yeah Yeah, he's a bit of a dick, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think. Uh, it all depends on your point of view. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. he's angry. Yeah. Let's have sort a of think. He's angry. He's cocky as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heck yeah. He, yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit, um, and he's, he's got an agenda this season, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Big time agenda. Yeah. 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 Which has but, been fun because, you know, when the, when we ended last season, you weren't really sure, okay, is he really here to try to take things over or is he really, you know, wants to be the whole brother thing or you were a little vague about where he might go. And then this season, you know, yeah. it was like, I mean, okay, no doubt about it. He's ready. He's, he yeah. wants to be the, the king. That's yeah. good. Because yeah, I felt even like Season one as an actor, you, you, just just breaking the scenes down as an actor, you know, you get the pilot and you go, okay, cool. He's coming here for his sister. That's what he wants. He's going after this. And then, you you know, you get the other scripts uh, uh, further down the line. You you look at them and go, and I remember just thinking, well, I don't know what he wants. What does he want? You know, I thought he came here for his sister. Uh, and now, okay, okay. Well, and then I remember talking to Jonathan Tropper at the time and, um, and you never get super in depth. Once you're in the flow of filming, you never get manage to get super in depth with the the uh, talking about the writing because it's they, they've laid they've done the work for the whole thing. So if I was to bring up an issue, going, I don't know what he wants anymore, they might go, <laughs> oh, screw it, you know. But, uh, I, 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 for season one, I was just going, hi, oh, yeah, what, what, what's he? Is he just kind of flowing? He's just a hatchet man now. He's just kind of a uh he's uh drifting he's drifting a lot you know yeah. and mm-hmm. then um and then i think um huh, 
I, I wonder if part of that was see this is this is this is candid. I can say this now because uh, this, this, this is us time. Uh, but I, I was one. I, I I did start thinking what well, maybe because I was an unknown quantity back then uh, to to them at, le like, at least like whether or not they were hedging their bets, going okay, let's not make. It. <laughs> you know? We got a lot of other characters we can lean on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. You know, yeah, okay, well, what, you might not be able to pull off all this this dramatic stuff. Wow, I don't know. But, that but, never even crossed my no. mind. <laughs> it, yeah, but I can see being sort of new and then being the lead almost immediately. You know, yeah, that would be. I could see how that would feel that way a little bit. Yeah, but then so so I mean, but so just as a character thing, I was going, okay, what's what's he going for? What's he after? And then I couldn't. I was trying to figure that out as a season one, as I kept getting the new scripts of season one. And then I think uh, we had a chat uh, with Jonathan um, before we shot season two. And he goes, what do you feel? Uh, what do you feel you, you want to do with Hassan for next season? I said, all I know is I think all I just, all I don't, you can do whatever you want with him. But all I know is I think he needs to be on his front foot more. He needs to be driving for something. He needs to be having, he's got, he's got to figure out something, a goal, and he's going after that. And uh, then, then Jonathan went away and wrote that, and that's wow. how it came with season two. So I think, I think it, yeah, it shifted it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it totally works. It's one of those things we we have talked about. It's been really interesting because I think we've seen so much more of the emotional dynamic from everybody, even though there's more characters this season which has been like crazy and it feels like everybody gets a little bit shorter time on screen but more meaningful so much, time yeah more meaningful time that's exactly it but seeing especially Assam and, and Lee Young like last season sort of set up as these like kind of oppositional forces you weren't really sure Lee Young was just an enforcer and Assam you were kind of like I don't know what his deal is and this season you kind of see like Assam almost become the anti-hero and 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 he's very sort of like like you said he's he's cocky and he's getting in there in a very interesting way which god i just we just love the show the show is so good <laughs> it's uh it's phenomenal i think that the the the, the actors as well i i, I don't know I, the more because i'm very very uh i mean i've said this before but i'm very i'm very very picky with my acting and um like even I think I'm shit in so much of what I think. But, oh God! <laughs> but, uh, well, we don't think so. so. No. Maybe, maybe, no. Yeah. Give um, us a scene. We'll tell you. <laughs> Not shit. <laughs> uh, but the uh, but uh, I, I I'm just like so when I like uh, and I find it very hard to watch stuff I'm in. But like going flicking through the show season two, like in particular, um, I'm I'm just like I just see. I'd like, like, I see Kieran, I see Tom, I see Joe doing everyone doing their thing, and and I think I've, as you probably come to come to known by having interviews with them, like they're nothing like the character, mm. and I'm just, it's 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 very rare for me to to be on a on a show where I'm just like whoa, I'm like whoa, these people are really good, you know, these actors are really good, sharp on the ball. Most of them have been leads. Uh, in their own things uh, prior or around the thing and I, I, I just like I look at them and the, the, the nuance they bring to things and for me I'm, I'm, I'm like 
I'm just, I watched them going, oh shit, they were really good. <laughs> well, the thing to remember is they're doing exactly the same thing. Mm. Uh, and that's yeah. what makes you good is you're always learning from the people around and, you. And they all have, have wonderful things to have said about you as well during their interviews. Oh, really? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll stop. I know that's hard. To, <laughs> that's hard to hear. You're, you're. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm familiar with that, that actor thing you're doing right now, where it's like, oh, I'm, they're saying nice things, and I just want to hide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cliche. I'm a cliche like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, okay. So I want to ask you then. <clears throat> you know, we'll we'll get to the real heart, the real important, most important question. Last last season we saw Lee Young beat Assam. This season they end up sort of fighting next to each other. Biggest question: Storm Shadow or Sub Zero? Who wins? Ninja versus Ninja. GI Joe, Mortal Kombat. Ninja, um, Sub Zero. <laughs> we asked Joe the question last night for for episode five. So now we want your your take. <laughs> so here's the thing: my ego would be Storm Shadow, you know, Storm Shadow, easy. Thing is, though, I'm playing quite a, a younger, a younger, flawed Storm Shadow. He, he he's younger. He hasn't learned all the things he need to. He's learned yet. Um, and and Joe, it sounds like he's playing a a very driven, ominous Sub Zero. Mm. And the worlds are so different, aren't they? Because one's G.I. Joe is very uh, is soft as for kids. It's, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't have the brutal, what do they call it, fatalities, you know? Yeah. Those, those, those um, they don't have that. So I would say realistically, Sub-Zero, and he can do that, whatever, ice the thing. ice thing. That was, he said, he was like, Koji's not going to like the answer, but Sub-Zero, because I just have to ice him. <laughs> do I? I, I mean, <laughs> I got two swords. Ice, ice ain't gonna help with that. Do you know what I mean? I'm going with Sub Zero. To be honest, let's go with Sub Zero. I'm gonna be controversial. Let's, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna go against the character. He would win. He'd win. He'd rip out my heart. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll be confused. I'll be going, what's, what's, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> You know, these, well, these, these, he'd be throwing the swords going no 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 go away go away <laughs> i stop no 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 <laughs> witchcraft <laughs> he'll be panicking but then then i think so then i'm thinking the white because i've always, it's always confused me why he wears a white white mm. costume because it's not it's not discreet it's like no, unless uh, he's in snow. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking. That, uh, I, I would joke around with Henry Golding a lot on 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 set because like because he's wearing the black ninja one. I was going, oh, that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> they, they, keep seeing me. That's the they keep seeing me. I'm in the white. I think it looks cool, but uh, <laughs> so, that's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, that was great. a short answer. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just went off on there. No, no, that's perfect. That's exactly, yeah. Well, thank you for indulging me. But so I, I do, in all seriousness, one of the best things about Warrior is the individuality of the fighting styles and how much they seem to fit the character. I mean, not being a martial arts expert, how much they seem to fit the characters and, and who they are 
you know, Assam, he fights this very, like, sort of, it seems, like, sort of quick and snappy and a little cocky and, like, you know, kind of flashy. And, you know, you see, like, Leong's very so, so it's like slower and, like, a little more, like, you know, lower and grounded. And so I'm wondering when, how you, like, how the development of Assam's style came about and, like, how you view him as a, as a martial artist. Oh, that's that, that's quite that's interesting. Yeah, well, I say this. I say this now that I, I, I and I've said I, I've said this before because it's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's it's. I, I think Joe Taslim is one of the most uh, gifted screenwriters mm. that I, I think of his generation, and I think uh, I'm hoping Hollywood picks up on on on, on like because he's not he's not. I really don't think he's. It's not just he's 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 a lovely guy and he's very good i think he really is an exceptional screenwriter mm -hmm. i don't think there's we many agree we he's beautiful agree. to watch on yeah. screen not just because he's a beautiful man but just like his <laughs> the way he moves i'm gonna yeah. make myself blush yeah. but he is he's yeah. just very strong and like grounded and yeah anyways yes please yeah. go ahead. yeah i mean he, <laughs> I, I no i like for me myself I, I like i was a big fan of him and i was intimidated as hell meeting him he was my first because uh, because I, I I came from this background where um, the la the last ten years of my life it was predominantly just acting, and I, I was trying to go against um, martial art stuff really, and I, I was um, but when I saw the raid and I cared about his character so much in the raid, and mm -hmm. I was and then I saw him even in even in the small bits he did in Fast and Furious, mm -hmm. six I think, yeah. um, I was just watching him going holy shit this guy is. He moves so beautifully, fluidly. So it's, it's not. It's anyway. So I could gush about Joe Tasman like, <laughs> like a lot, but um, so anyway. So 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 I, I think he's 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 phenomenal in that aspect. And I think okay. So I was going. I saw what he was doing, and how he was playing. And then I was like going, well, what can I bring? You know, and I mean, he he knows how to play for the angle, for the camera, for the style. The genre as well, which is something that I was rebelling against. Season one, I was rebelling against. I was going, well, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be in a kung fu. I wanna, I'm, if I'm going to make it real, I'm going to make it real. If I'm going to go to punch you and trying to, I'm going to make that. Like I'm going to fucking, you know, knock you out and all that stuff. But Joe was, you know, he's playing with the angles. He's kind of, you know, relaxing into stuff, and he's, he's, um, you know, he, he, like stuff he does in season two. I'm just like, oh man, he's fucking genius. <laughs> And so season one was me, I think it was a combination of the cocky style and I was being very feral and very uh, channeling a lot of aggression, which Bruce Lee kind of did uh, anyway. So they kind of married those things married together in season one. And then season, and, and then I guess so for season two, I, was, I saw what Joe was doing and I was going, fuck, he's so fucking good. <laughs> And I was like, well, well, okay, well, Assam's lost to Joe, uh, Assam's lost to Leong, um, and Andrew is still in awe of Joe, and they're, and they're kind of yin, yin and yang. And I was going, okay, well, Assam, and they're yin and yang in terms of martial arts as well. Martial arts yeah. is what, you know, you, you can, in terms of fighting, there are people, there are animals out there, there are people who fairly, even if they haven't trained martial arts, they could destroy any martial artist, you know, no matter how long they've trained, they've got there's an animal inside them. So there's the animal aspect, then there's the very highly trained aspect. 
and I started to see Assam and Leong as two kind of sides mm. of the same uh, coin. Like uh, Leong is represents discipline, calmness, beautiful. Um, uh, what do you call it? You know, uh, structure and all that stuff. And Assam was okay. Assam more on the other end of this scrappy kind of feral energy, but he still got some technique mm -hmm. and moves. But that, so I was going, okay, well, let's basically. I was trying to get more to this side. Uh, you can't see the podcasting, are we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to go from more from one side of the feral thing to more to the uh, aspect of calmness and or control. Um, and I think that was that would be Assam would be doing that anyway because he lost himself in season one. So season season two is a transition, I think. You know, is going from him going from fighting fer very in a very feral aspect to try and finding more beauty and grace and form. And I was trying to find that in the choreography. Um, I was trying to uh, how I perform the choreography. And I think Brett Brett was on this Brett Chan, our stunt coordinator. He, he was on the same. Uh, he's on the same page. Uh, I think if we did go to a season three, it would be more towards uh, me doing a Joe Taslim impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as the evolution, the evolution yeah. of Andrew, uh, season one, Andrew rebels against, rebels against uh, uh, being, uh, being, doing what Joe Taslim's doing. Then he falls in love with it. Only and then, 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 then he then he goes oh shit this guy's really good you know i think at season one i was rebelling i was going okay my energy huh. my energy will carry me through this and i was like oh actually there's so much to learn <laughs> and then, uh, yeah so that that was the it was it's been like i think i think on some shows you get the magical um combination where uh, whereas the actor uh actors they're they're expressing a certain aspect of themselves mm -hmm. uh, and I think that happened in, in loads of aspects in Warrior, you know, I, I think. So, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because in episode five, we sort of see that all come together in the way that Assam gets through that tournament by yeah, instead six. of just, oh, oh six, sorry, yeah. um, six. And the way he gets through that tournament, instead of just sort of rushing in and let's brawl it out, that he spends the time studying each fighter and studying their weaknesses before he gets in there. So he's kind yeah. of doing the Joe Taslim. Uh, the one, yeah. kick to, one kick to Bisping face. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was so awesome. They put that at the beginning of the trailer as well. It's like, oh, no, they, they, oh, they yeah, yeah. done Bisping dirty. Yeah. It's like, no, come on. Oh, that was just so great when I when we saw the trailer. I'm just like, best things in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's on the floor. Oh, yeah, I thought that was so brilliant because I think so. I I didn't actually watch the trailer for it. Um, I just like binged them all and like that one. I uh, because you see him and so you think like, oh, I oh okay, I know who that is. This is gonna be like the big fight at the end, and then the unexpected like one shot knockout was brilliant. I thought that was so smart. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, speaking of fights, let's talk about episode nine, which leads okay. to ten because yeah. holy shit, that was incredible. I mean, the like, how many the whole episode was just that were involved. Do you know about how many people were involved with the whole? I mean, you have like all the Irish and all the Tongs, and then the police, and like, I yeah. mean, I mean, I, what was that like filming all that with that many people? I think, well, 
for those episode nine in particular, it was very much we've, we've got to thank and uh, uh, the credit, most of the credit, pretty much all of it, to be honest, goes to Brett Chan and Debbie, uh, uh, Denny Gordon, who directed it, because they had to work together very closely to choreograph. Because you know, Warrior and and oh, I mean, you know, you guys know you, you each covered Strike Back, but Cinemax and that they don't have the biggest budget for these things. Right. Like they they make it look like yeah, big budget. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So a lot of the streets that you see are recycled and they re um, what do you call it? Repaint this and that and change it and act, shoot in a different way. So when I saw episode, firstly I read I read episode nine. I was going, how are they going to pull this off? This is how how much budget have we have we got? I'm hearing what, I'm hearing what you're <laughs> like, and Denny's going, don't worry, we got this. And she she's 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 a phenomenal um, uh, the director and, and person. And um, and she goes, yeah, I got this. We we got this. And so she 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 just collaborate with Brett, and Brett was almost uh, Brett's and Brett's almost he's, he almost directed help direct half of that episode you know because it's mostly fights yeah. so uh, brett shot and, and they had to work very closely and they were like a you know military kind of okay you cut that okay that that we didn't manage to get that on that day so we're gonna have to redo that do that they were just on it and so we we you know even though uh, okay yeah we we, we we did our fights but the credit for that to get that in the can is a lot of brett and and, and denny and and they um so i think so nine in particular wasn't Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't too wasn't too tough for me. It was the combination of episodes nine and ten, which which was tough because normally when you're filming, you've got you want you, yeah, you if you do a big fights in one week, it's kind of nice to have the next week off because then you're because then not only you got to rehearse and then kind of try and see if you can do these moves and be right camera ready for if you got two fight scenes one week after the other normally one of them's going to suffer you know yeah. you're either trying to save your energy uh for the next fight scene or you or you put it all in one fight scene and the, you're too tired for the next mm. um uh, you know to, to kind of be on point for the rehearsals and all that i think yeah it it, it, it was it that was just like i don't think we could have got ep episode nine the way it was unless everyone was really on board and, and they brought their a game to everything and they knew each other if that was a season one, they wouldn't have been able to do that because everyone had been too chaotic. No, no one hadn't fused and gelled and everything. So, yeah, I think I think that was um, I don't know the way the, the fact that they managed to do that. I'm like, well, okay, <laughs> it was impressive. Episode ten was the hard one for me because I put everything I could in episode nine, and then I think episode eight there was a I can't remember this. There was something. There was a sequence of events. Yeah. Um, and then we shot episode six actually right at the at end. At the last, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, and that was a that's a fight episode. So right. I I, right. I literally episode ten I collapsed. I uh, felt like I couldn't film it when we were fighting the big fight scene. Uh, I, I won't say with who, but uh, oh, you can. This you can. Is, well, this, will, yeah. this will come out after ten, come so after you don't have to worry about spoilers. Yeah. All right. Well, when I when I was first day of filming with Dean um, and we rehearsed that for so long because we were like, we wanted to make sure that it was about the acting, you know, right. about the characters, these, these two. We, we knew at that point that they built, they spent the whole season building up and developing Leary, which 
would be needed for us to actually care about the fight, you know, to care about the fight because, um, you know, because he, because he's now, now he's got a, a, a soul or a heartbeat or something, you know, rather than just being a cliche, angry guy. So anyway, we were just was like, okay, this is about two fighters, two people from two different beliefs and two, but they're the, the, the alpha male warriors from their tribe who are coming together to try and just, you know, to sort it out, you know, sort it out in a gentleman's brawl. We're not going to stamp you while you're down. We're not going to um, bring weapons to this. This is you and me. This is the top people from our fight and we'll, we'll go until one of us submits. And then, and then, so we were going, okay, this is going to, this is a lot of the psychological, it's a very psychological fight as well. So we were trying to just get that in. And, and I think that's what me and Dean enjoy about acting and fight scenes anyway. We prefer uh, when there's some psychological heart rather than just fancy choreography. Um, so we just, we were like, okay, we needed to knew, we knew that we wanted to pull this off as, as, as to the best as our ability of going, okay, what's this moment about? What would you do if I was down there and would you come up to me and try and, they at least says, no, I'll let you wait. I'll just wait for you to get up, you know, and do your thing. Cause it's like, you know, either you're man enough to get up. I was okay, cool. Let's play that moment. And anyway, so we, we started the first night of that, of that fight scene. And I think just the night or two before I finished the nunchuck fight oh, scene. God. Oh man. Yeah. And I, my legs had collapsed by that point. And I literally, cause, cause I, we've got these things called the hip flexors the hip flexors uh for they you use them a lot for kicking and stuff and um they they were so inflamed and sore i couldn't lift my leg to kick and i i just couldn't get the choreography out because and i couldn't move quick enough to uh -huh. dodge the punches and stuff and i remember saying so we built this thing up for so long me and dean going okay we've got this now we we, we, we met up outside of of rehearsal days to just try and go over it in our head and all that uh, to try and go over it um, and um, and then the first day came and I just I, I, my body wasn't working and I just felt like oh, I've let everyone down and I don't know what I'm doing and I felt like this won't be what it needs to be you know and I thought um, I thought we weren't going to get it and I thought this is this isn't going to work out and um, I said, I remember I said to Dean, I said, I'm so sorry, man. I don't think I can do this. I said to Brett, I apologize. I was in tears and stuff. And I was a bit like, um, I felt like, I, I felt like this important thing was just, I just let every, I let, I let the ball down. So anyway, uh, uh, I had a conversation with, uh, the producers and stuff. And they said, listen, we've got one, we've got the budget to either uh, go through it and we'll just have to film it all with stunt doubles and try and uh, get the close-up shot or you can do it and you just let us know and, and I said listen I'm going to keep going until, I, until I'm on the floor and I can't do it I'll try and um, or the other option was to wait until after episode six so Dean would Dean have to delay his flight he needed to get back to LA and all that and so I there, there wasn't much choice basically <laughs> So I, I just came back and I think we had one night where it was a bit softer and then the next night it was, okay, we have to do this. And I've got to tell you, there was some magic on set, which I've never felt on a big production, on a bigger production. I felt it on my own, like little short films before uh, where everyone's, there's only a few of us and we're having to just vibe and we're on the same wavelength. But 
there was something magic in the air, this, this camaraderie or whatever you called it, where we were all on the same page down to the extras, because sometimes you have to retake the scene because the extras are in the background because they're bored, you know, yeah. whatever. And um, but they, we were all together on every single take and we were smashing things out. Like we managed it, like, it's like one or two takes, moving on. Okay, yeah. got this in one, moving on. And we were, Dean, all of us, we go, whatever, let's go, no, no, let's keep going, let's keep going, man, let's keep going. <laughs> keep going. You know, we're making the day as well, we're making a day. And we managed to get, I think it was 63 setups, 63 wow. different wow. takes in that night. We managed to pretty much do the whole fight scene, including That's amazing. The yeah. And, and how many Advil did you have to take to get through that? <laughs> right? uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like yeah. Advil, I had an IV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just... just can't see it, you know, they're like green screen. While I was on action. Push the walker away. Lose the walker. Lose the walker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of the shot. Can you see that? Okay. Give me a shot. I, I, think, I think I had the B12 shot up the, up the ass or whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh, um, but I think for me, it was, I was so, I felt like so much teamwork and it was just a tough period of time and I, 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 that was a period of time I, th I think sometimes when uh, as a as an as as an actor you kind of think that oh it's I've, I've got to do I've got to I've got to rise to the occasion whatever it is and, and you, you do but you have to also realize you're a human being and that you're you know and I forgot that and I kind of was like okay I need to just be there and I just I can't you know this is such a great opportunity I, uh, and I, I never would would complain but there was times where it was really hard to film and you're, you're tired you not get uh, you not get enough sleep and you're not um you're beating yourself up because you don't you feel like you're not doing you didn't do the scene right before you missed this you should have done this and because you're in this thing and you go okay i'm a human being and i can fall just like anyone else and that's what i think all the all the all all all, all of them all, all great performances or great uh actors or, or whatever it is um that they're all the same they're all part of that and it's like it, it was just made me realize I've, I've got people here behind me i've got my back and i've got their back and we're gonna do this and that there was something magic that night that and that I, I think I, until until i died i think i remember that night as as um as something that this was we're creating something for the art and for people because we care about people there was something magical in that night which was not about how anyone looks? Do they look really good, or do they? Am I gonna? Are they gonna be really cool, or that? It's like this is the story you want to tell. These are the characters we need to 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 try and live up to, and to do that. And we need to help do this together. And that was a magical night. That I'll remember that for forever. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad we talked about episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told yeah. you, I told you. No, yeah, that's amazing. I think so often, especially like the people who who maybe don't do stuff like listen to podcasts or read a bunch of interviews and stuff like that i think have an idea of acting as sort of walking on and you say some lines and maybe it's like emotionally difficult and forget the the physical toll that it can take i know god who was it we interviewed someone who was talking about being diabetic and the their blood sugar dropping after time like on set and just how like and it wasn't even like an action something. It was just like, you know, they were tracking and realizing like how much your body 
It's Jason. Oh, is it Jason? Jason. <laughs> 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 okay. So, <laughs> I was like, I don't remember who it was. Got that guy. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, that other guy you know. He, yeah. he got yeah, he got diagnosed with it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was talking about yeah, that like his surprise at what it took just a regular day on set that wasn't fighting took out um, you know, physical proof, not just a feeling tired, but like look, literally <laughs> you yeah. know, um, which I think is incredible. I'm glad you remembered it was Jason, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. yeah. I'll let is her keep whole... talking. She'll remember. She'll remember. No. <laughs> yeah. Not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, you, you know, it's interesting because you mentioned episode six. And so by, by the time that came, um, by the time we came to shooting that, I was so tired because that was after that whole fiasco. Right. Um, and, I, and, then, and then also, again, for the budget, for the... Uh, uh, it was a very ambitious episode, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a bit shorter than, isn't it? Like a bit short in length. It's a bit short. Uh, you know, I didn't even notice. So like good. forty-two uh, or three minutes. Yeah. So some of them run maybe up only to a couple, couple minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, we had been told that it was shot at the end of the season. There was no budget left, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. still, you know, Dustin had to create this whole world. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and still only two horses. Yeah, yeah, the okay. same two horses. Two horses. <laughs> Whole long. <laughs> That's all right, though. <laughs> yes, we really they did travel, notice that. They travel all over the place. <laughs> Those same horses everywhere, are they? Yeah. They, yeah. If you're only got two horses, don't pick one with a very distinctive yeah. prance. So, wait, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we said the camera, like, that you, you should pick that. like really nondescript, like brown horses, not like really fancy, like black ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that you noticed that because I remember the I remember the word times in set. I was going, not 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 specifically with the horses, but with other things. I was going. Is that going to pass for a different thing? Because I swear the, the audience will. I, I've, I can see that. It's not yeah. that same thing as that. Like, well, if we shoot it at this angle, then maybe they won't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, really? like in Strike Back, they kept using the same airplane. They just show it going in different directions. <laughs> it's the same airplane almost. Uh, airplane, but you know, jet. Yeah. Same passenger same. airliner yes. what, you, what you have yeah. to do with the cinemax budget but it makes beautiful amazing incredible art so yeah. except for the it's interesting isn't it because i think that like because like, a lot of um a lot of the fight scene for episode, yeah the main tournament fight for episode six uh, I, oh this is good this is we got candid stuff now because okay. <laughs> uh i don't think I'm, i haven't talked about this um uh, i haven't talked about this yet but um episode six was um yeah the main tournament stuff even the end now actually the whole the whole thing basically yeah because we did episode nine and ten uh, i hardly had time to rehearse episode six um so there's a lot of shots that you'll see from the top mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. done because i wasn't there i was oh, okay having to film oh. all stuff. yeah all that all that stuff and i was going i, I remember saying to Brett and, uh, uh, and like I said, we, we, I need to be, I need to be there. We can't, this isn't the show. We need, you know, we, I need to, and they said, yeah, but we just can't make the episode. <laughs> if you're, we need you to film these acting scenes over there and yeah. you know, in a different part, whatever location there. And I was like, oh, okay. So by the time uh, we, we, we got those, those shots, uh, we, or, or I managed to be on set to film those bits with uh, the other fighters, 
we had to improvise a lot of those fight scenes. Wow, so really? Even, yeah, you know that I did a somersault and I landed yeah, in the sky. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. You just uh, just did that? Yeah, that was that was me and, and Marcus, uh, Marcus Aure Aurelio, fantastic capoeira guy and lovely heart, lovely soul, and. Uh, um, he he i think we were going we were having to find a finishing move and well you found it yeah <laughs> and i said i said i said okay well how 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 would a psalm like he okay he's he's getting like so, so i came to set and i was like okay what have you guys filmed already okay he's okay he filmed my double getting beaten up by his capoeira moves I said well the way we can flip it around then is by flipping it around right by by going well he's learned to learn he's learned how to to take out the capoeira guy because he's going to beat him and beat him with his own game so i said i said to marcus i said listen i've got this idea um how about i uh, i do a you know we do that move and instead of me doing i think it was supposed to be like an axe kick or something i said what if i do a somersault axe kick and and marcus was just like yeah man sure okay let's do that and i was like and, I, and, I, and Brett was going, yeah, man. If you think you can do it, let's 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 just go for it. I think I said I think it'd be better than than the the original one one we had in mind. And um, and I said, okay, Marcus, let me just line it up. How are you? Okay, so you're gonna do that. You're gonna do it, you're gonna fall. He goes, yeah, man, just go for it, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> he did that. He did that about six or seven times each time. Oh man. Got, got back up. He was like, no, all good, man. Let's do it again. And. Wow. Um, so the, that episode is full of things like that, of like going, wow. we just had to wing it and try and find it. And because everyone was on the same wavelength, we were like, okay, okay, they trust, Brett trusted me and I trusted mm. Brett. We go, okay, well, how do we make this the best thing that we can? With all the limitations in place, the budget, the fact that I'm not there, the fact that this is there. And yeah, so that's how episode six came about. So I'm, I'm so glad, because I was going, well, I, I was thinking, that was made out of pure chaos. That one, that episode. So I was wondering how it come, how other people receive it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, the whole well, thing is pure chaos, so it paid yeah, off. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We often talk about Cinemax action. It sort of has some of the same magic that I think you get from like indie films, where you're trying to do huge things with a small budget, and you have to get very creative, and it just gels into something that feels different. Which sucks. Friggin' Cinemax. Why the fuck did it go away? Oh, it's very yeah, frustrating. It's a very unique um, way of, of yeah. filming. And I, I think the reason that that it comes off just, and we've said this before, is the, the style that they use, that they get everybody, you know, it's like going to summer camp that everyone's just there together for so long and so committed to the same thing. And like you said, you're all on the same page. You're all working together and all building each other up. And that it just comes across so beautifully on screen in the finished product product of any of these Cinemax action shows that are so unique and just set such a different level yeah. of action. Of yeah, action with meaning and action I was gonna say, with importance. Ac action that's not like Transformers. It's action that's like... I mean, Warrior, the story it means is so, something. it's so important. Yeah. It's so timely and it is, it's a history that is happening right, right now. now. Yeah. And it's, God, it's. And, you know, we've, yeah. since we've finished the season now, we can talk about what happened to Jacob and, mm. you know, I mean, that was just devastating. Yeah. And there's that little part of 
I'm just watching a TV show going on in your brain. It's like someone will save him. Someone will save him. Yeah. And yet, you know, the logical side of me is saying, no, because that's not how it works. You know, yeah. he's going to die yeah. and it's going to be horrific. Yeah. And, you know, just very few shows, really no show has the guts to go there like Warrior yeah. has. Yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, it's, it, it is a, it's a shame. I think there's a, you know, like the more I'm learning about this, the industry and, and all that is like, it's just people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, to be honest, I'm very anti-Hollywood. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very much, I, I don't know about the ideals or- You do know you're um, in a G.I. Joe movie, right? Yeah, I know, but that, <laughs> but that, that, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm that was kidding. my battle. You know, that, that was my battle for a long time. I was going. I don't know if I, you know, I, I don't really like Hollywood stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that. I mean, G.I. Joe was. Uh, I think is. I was that. just teasing. I'm sorry. No, no, no but it's, <laughs> it's something that's real. Like, I, I, I think um, sometimes we need to uh, play the game to get to where we want to get to, and mm-hmm. you know, um, so that 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 was. Uh, and then obviously do our best and bring the characters we can to our lives. And, uh, but but the um, but what what I saw, what I've started to notice is 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 there are they're human beings and they're they're flawed and they're thinking. But what what I saw uh, for when I was at Cinemax um, was a, there was there was a guy called Carrie Antelis. Yes, uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, have you spoken to him? Have you? No, my God, I would love to. But and so I, I think yeah. when he was sort of moved out of that role mm. that he had in creating what you know Cinemax original programming and and taking it down that route when when he was moved out of that role that was sort of the the big red flag that things really were gonna yeah. you know when, that was when, the end of it. <laughs> when, we, when we when we lost him, we started to think, yeah. yeah. And I think um, because I knew he was the big cheese at uh, Cinemax and he believed in Warrior right. to no end. I mean, like, he believed in me in a, like, uh, and, he, uh, and I could tell, uh, w- we didn't talk for too long altogether because you never do in these big, when you have mm-hmm. the, the, big, the big bosses, but you, you kind of just see where, if you're on the same wavelength and he cares about acting, he cares about the craft, he cares about storytelling, and and, and we geeked out. We, out when, when we first met, we just geeked out about, I think I told him about my acting influences and and um, performances that I've loved. And he, he, he's got, he had a huge collection of all these different things, and he just loves film, cinema, whatever, you know, TV, uh, he, he loves storytelling. And, um, uh, yeah, I think I think losing him and and then uh, and and he allowed Jonathan Schropper to do his thing, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I think that was the key uh, relationship. I I think um, that really helped Warrior shine. And you 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 take that piece out of the puzzle, um, and then it, it kind of start. Yeah, then then it's like oh well, then you haven't got mm-hmm. someone who believes. So yeah, I think that was a that was a big uh, a big loss. And he was really I think I look back at it now and go he he cared about the art. You know, exactly. so many, yeah. so many TV, TV, and you know the way streamings or whatever you call it uh, is going. They just Netflix and blah blah. Um, They're just yeah. churning it out. No yeah. one well, yeah, it. it's, it's like the much. two seasons and done because we don't get more audience. Yeah, doesn't matter yeah. how good the show is or if the, the people love it or what what 
yeah the importance of it yeah i know carrie would have would have um in, in until it was until the story was done he would have right. believed the show and pushed for that show um but yeah so yeah. well we're hoping with that hbo max you get the the audience yeah. for a third season because it, it's it's it deserves it yeah i mean for me i'm i'm, I'm at a point where i'm like I, I think i think um there's there's i think a few different levels why i think it deserves it uh, deserves it is, is is firstly if you look at uh, and I've, I've always tried to 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 um try and be as um open-minded as possible in that and go and not, and not be kind of like oh it's race thing but i think that, that just historically any serious show with asian actors so we've done i think fresh off the boat went a lot of seasons but it's comedy and light and you know quite cheap to make any serious show with a with a uh, asian cast has not gone past two seasons i think mm. um marco polo was uh the the was one and that's netflix but anyway so there's there's that angle to it but then there's also the main angle which is like bruce lee mm -hmm. it's bruce lee's legacy to respect that not having it cancelled not having it um uh thing it, it, like there's there's a set that's there you know in south africa i mean it's dis dismantled now but it wouldn't be that hard to pick that show back up right you know? right and f f if you want to be I, I think it's not just oh do you want to finish off this tv show that people like it's it's the story they yeah. have to finish the story is important and it needs a resolution yeah. you know yeah. it, it can't just sort of fizzle away the way it has and not even it's like it's not even that they canceled it it's just the whole thing is done you know yeah. well just, we're you know we're locking the doors and saying they goodbye ghosted so, it. Oops. Yeah, yeah it's been ghosted they, they, they yeah. ghosted it and it but it it resonates so much right now because you have the, the same language used 150 years ago as you do now you mm -hmm. know they're you know coming for our wives they're taking our jobs you know all these kind, um you know the the bullshit that you hear and it and it feels like I don't it, yeah it's a story that needs uh, yeah. we need more of and well and, and the reason that it's that it is so impactful from warrior is that it isn't just here's the good guys here's the bad guys and you know we want to tell this story about immigration yeah. everyone's a bad guy everyone's a good guy we yeah. understand where each player in this is coming from what they have to gain what they have to lose and why they're doing what they're doing except Buckley. so it creates the dot so Buckley. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we have a little, little tiny grain of empathy for him now but no. it's really uh, tiny it's very uh, it's like yeah. almost not there yeah he's a dick so, it creates yeah. the dialogue yeah. instead of just more fighting you know yeah. there's a there's yeah we can we have the fights in the show but if you're talking about the show with people you there's something there's you know real meat there to talk about the yeah. issues that are going on because I, I, yeah. you can't just dismiss Larry's point of view and you mm. can't just dismiss Atoy's reason that she's you know has a brothel Sorry. and because yeah or well, sorting people <laughs> you know because they all have valid reasons for for being the way they are mm. and the only way it's going to change is if they all actually sit down and talk about this and work it out 
but yeah. you know we See, don't do that that's why because we then buckley. we don't have a show so because that's buckley's point is like look look down don't ever look up and blame the people right. up here look amongst yourself see that's why buckley's right. a dick buckley's okay? yeah well because buckley is <laughs> no like we just need to keep the chaos just yeah. i just want chaos so i can do my little agenda but yeah yeah, it's just too important to go away yeah anyways we're hopeful at least a little bit i hope that that it will get the audience i mean does it it should it's a phenomenal show Mm -hmm. i think that i'm not sure that the best advertising was done for it i think it was like one i think season two has had like almost none but season one we did not expect the show we got. I think we, you know, we were covering Strike Back. And we're like, this lawyer looks interesting. And then we went and we were like, this is not the show I thought I saw a preview. This is a great show. But boy, that preview was like fighting all the time. Nothing but fighting. Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. that I'm not sure that they did the best job of, of highlighting. Yeah. That. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, the, as their budget was running down and uh, the whole the whole Cinemax thing, and yeah, yeah but... I, I think that's definitely something that is is true. Um, the thing is, I think is if if the show manages to survive, as a, it, that would be all word of mouth, pretty much predominantly mm-hmm. word of mouth. I mean, I think this 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 I, I, I won't I won't take it away from them. I, I know some of them, a few a few of them that were there PR. Uh, they really did their best, yeah. um, but um, I'm like, okay, well, this show, if it does succeed, I, I, my goal, I, I, I've said this before, my goal would be if I have to come on board as a producer or whatever to help try and at least wrap it up. For me, I'm scared of like three or four or five extra seasons because that means I'm getting older and it's harder to pull it off. You know, you, you heard my story of season two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, w- I would at least hope for, you know, a nice uh, w- uh, mini series or, or two, you know, to wrap everything up and all that stuff. Um, and if I have to come on board as a producer and it have to, has to be revived like um, Deadwood, is it Deadwood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All those years later, uh, then I'll, that, that, that'll be what I'll fight for because um, I think it deserves it um, and for what it's given me, you know, since so and then bruce lee and everything but um but if it does ever succeed we'll know it's because of the actual the quality of it mm-hmm. not because of so many things i think do so well nowadays and it's just because they get so much they've, they've had this pr and promo and then you watch the thing and you're like you can really you serious <laughs> exactly like huh? yeah Okay. Well, who are these people writing these reviews? Because they did not watch what I just I know, watched. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was Nick talking about? That wasn't what I saw. They see something else. Oh, they saw through a lens of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think if, if I, 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 there's, there's an energy behind it that we all feel now. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm mainly in touch with Dean, Brett, and Joe. Um, uh, I message Kieran a bit every now and again. But everyone else has gone off doing their own thing. But we still feel this energy, and we don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's dead yet. But and I'm hoping it's not. But I hope that with this energy that we're feeling still um, means something. You know, uh, it means it might still live in some way, shape, or form. So, yeah. We've definitely heard that from everyone. Everybody is, you know, 
has that energy, has that commitment. It's just like, there's no reason we can't do this. Let's do it, you know? Yeah. So I'll just need a, like six months to get back in shape because I'm in <laughs> lockdown. I'm in lockdown, um, <laughs> you know, quarantine. Well, like, the good thing to know is that so is Joe. <laughs> so you guys are equally uh, yeah. he, out of shape. <laughs> he's got these weird genetics though, if you see. I mean, he could probably just go to the, Jim, I mean, like, I need to really work hard to get in the in that shape. He could, he's got this kind of, you know, those kind of. Have you got Have you got friends like that? They're just somehow always in shape, or they can eat shit. But, <laughs> That's my husband. Know, I love yeah, my but, husband, and don't don't get me wrong, I benefit from it, but yeah, it really yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, because he'll be like, oh, I got my my physical. I I gotta lose some weight, and then like two days later, he's like, all good, and I'm like. What? <laughs> Ate like four cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. But that's, Joe, but that's Joe in Warrior. Like, you know, you see him, he's got these amazing pecs. And he's got, yeah. And, 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 and Joe, you've been working out. Because, no, no, I just done some press ups. Unless he's been doing stuff behind closed door. You know what I mean? He's like just Gary lying. Said he just eats noodles all day. <laughs> he's noodles all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, I mean, I've got a friend, another friend of mine. Uh, he, 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 uh, he naturally just all the time, no matter what he eats, he's got a six pack. It pisses me off. <laughs> it's like, how have you got a six pack all the time, man? It doesn't make any sense because then he's eating pizza and all that stuff. So Joe, Joe, Joe's a bit like that. So Joe, he he's going to be fine. Whereas I'll need the time because I get, I get, um, he, you know, he's, I, he's like, I haven't got those genetics. I, I get flabby, <laughs> flabby easy. So uh, whatever. You could have fooled us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like those, okay. Well, anyways, uh, we won't. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. You're 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 fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the like, the smolder thing down. You know, we were talking uh, about that with the, you know, uh, Osama and the Penny, and he's got that like. I don't know if you've ever seen. Uh, I mean, I, do you have kids? No, no, no. No. So you probably haven't seen Tangled. They're like Rapunzel, the Disney Tangled, and like the guys like smolder thing oh yeah like, oh, that's, yeah, that. yeah yeah i'm like that's a assam does the like smolder thing really smolder. well yeah yeah he tried to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's me, that's me then trying to make, make me a, a leading a leading romantic lead and I'm, <laughs> to be honest i always feel like i'm not really that guy i always feel like i'm i'm, I'm uh, the stuff i want to do is like character Wacky Phoenix, Heath Ledger, those kind of quirky, mm -hmm. quirky things. And so <laughs> that's me trying, if you see any smaller, that's me trying to be, I think this is how you do this. <laughs> it works. I'll tell you, it works. Yeah. So don't yeah. worry, don't worry. Yeah. All, uh, the, all the women are going, whoo, yep, it works. Right, <laughs> that little scene with Penny in her office, that was oh, the yeah, hottest yeah, yeah. little chin swipe I have ever seen. Oh, really? <laughs> oh my God. God. We, we definitely oh. talked about that for, yeah, because yeah, we were like, <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah okay. don't worry. I gotta, I gotta play a song. I gotta be a song more when I go out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a chin, chin swipe oh, people now. Nice. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right, all right, guys. Well, uh, we have wondering. Over an hour, um, so. Maybe we'll use this, and maybe we won't. But do you have any, like, if you could write the next season of Asam's character, what would you? do with him oh yeah i've been thinking about especially that. with him and young june their yeah. relationship see what i okay i'll tell you i'll tell you 
yeah, you can use this whatever, but like my, my, what I think we'd do, we'd have to do to pick it back up. I mean, Jonathan Schnopper, if he manages to come back on board, he'd have his own thing, his idea. I think you can't ignore the fact that there, there will, will, will have been um, a bit of a gap in between season two and whatever. So I think you have to embrace that. I was just thinking on a producer thing, like how would I do it? And I was thinking, okay, you'd have to embrace the fact there's been a bit of a gap. Uh, you'd have to kind of, kind of pick up a little bit further down the line. You, I'd make it, I'd make it so you can introduce it, uh, introduce the show to new, a new audience as well. You know, so it's like, ah, oh, there's all uh, these characters which are there, but they maybe haven't spoken to each other in a while, or uh, kind of reintroducing so you can have. So you're actually paying homage and satisfying the original story, but then, okay, we're trying to introduce it to a new audience. So, but not trying to still, in the, in the, it's a few little, it's a balancing act of a few right. things I think you've got to do. The story, in terms of the story of Assam, is that uh, me personally, I, I, I would see him, I've always seen it like, okay, because I keep hearing about a Western. Everyone says Warrior is like a Western. I'm thinking, well, actually, if you think about it, season one is the drifter comes to town. Season two, and he, and he gets the lay of the land and he learns the plight of the people. Season two is he starts fighting for the people. Season three, uh, or, the, 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 or the, the last, whatever it would be, would be the, the him basically packing his bags up and leaving. And I, I think, I think personally, there would be something, there would be a resolution with Young Jun uh, and it'll be a deep, uh, and it'll be probably, they'd probably fight it at some point, I think. I think also uh, they would have to, they won't be, I don't think they'd be remain brothers and friends. I just think that's the way it goes, but I think there would be an understanding. There would be a, there'd be a, listen, you have to do this. I've got to do my thing. I love you, but we, we stand for two very different things. And that was a part of our life. And then on top of that, I think, I think there'll be a nice homage to, to, to Bruce Lee in that. I think maybe a Psalm, and someone mentioned this when we were filming season two, would be him finding his, his mentor, uh, him finding his apprentice, yeah, just like okay. the toy does with uh, Lai. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, because, because when you're in these fighting roles, you're only in them for a certain amount of time because you, you you can only hold the belt for a certain amount of time before someone else is younger and faster and all that. And I think Assam would probably leave California or you know uh, 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 San Francisco and 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 but having made a difference, having made a, a positive strong change, having uh, done something, but then now he's going off to find peace and happiness for himself. But then he's left something the spark this idea of change, this idea of whatever in the form of someone like Lai, uh, uh, his version of Lai. And um, I think that's, I don't know, that's how I would do something like that. I don't know, does that, does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because that's always been <clears throat> my thing is like, I, I want to know how he and Young June work this out, if they do, yeah. um, because yeah. that's such a great relationship, you know? Yeah, I know. And then poor Hong will just be standing on the side going, I love that character so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so it's such a weirdly I... wonderful addition. 
Yeah. What an awesome character. Chen's lovely as well. Chen's lovely. He, 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 he is a bit of a hong as well, though, in real life. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who says those said that says 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 certain things at the wrong time. You're like, hey man, just just uh, <laughs> relax a little bit. That was just he gets excited. He's, he's he's a real he, what I like about him is he's a real actor like he really yeah. thinks his character through and he thinks he thinks uh um he, yeah he, he just uh, it, it's not about him looking good it's about him serving the character full capacity because the more I'm starting to be in this industry the more I'm going there's a lot of people who don't actually care about acting around here what the fuck's going on you know there's actually everyone wants to just look good and be cool and badass but what about playing their characters you know yeah, and Warrior was like something I was, I was like, oh, everyone actually cares about just playing their character. And, and, and so that's anyway. Thanks, and tune in next week for another Need to Know session at the Crib. Follow us on Twitter at Strike Back Crib. Out. <laughs>